Hey, good morning. Welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice and I are in South Texas in Hoover's Valley Cemetery, the family cemetery that my family's used for many years. Actually, it goes back to the 1800s. But we're counting down the top seven reasons why you don't have to be afraid of dying. The Bible says Jesus died to take the power of death away from Satan and to free us from the fear of dying so that we can live all out. So as I've said before, this is not about dying, it's about living. So today we're looking at the fourth reason, number four, why you don't have to be afraid of dying. I'm by the headstone of someone in my family. I don't know if I've ever talked about him at New Spring, but someone who is very special to me, and that's my Uncle Martin. I think I shared yesterday that my dad and two of his brothers were also pastors. That would be his younger brother, Martin, and his younger brother, James, who's still living. But my Uncle Martin was a very special guy. Uh, and he's a few years younger than my dad. And when my dad first started pastoring in Fort Worth years ago, Uncle Martin was kind of his associate pastor. And then in time, he moved on to be a pastor in several other places. Uh, right after Mary Alice and I got married, in fact, it was during my senior year of college, I remember holding a revival meeting for my Uncle Martin's church in, uh, in Copper's Cove, Texas. And it was my first chance to really get to spend time with my uncle as a fellow preacher. I mean, I'd known him you know, as, well, as far back as my memory would go. And I'd loved him and known about him. But for the first time in my life, I had an opportunity to minister alongside him. He was an extraordinary person. In fact, I think of all the preachers in my family, I think as far as just that personal work, that ability to work with people personally, my Uncle Martin was the strongest of all. I, I remember one day we were visiting on a street in Copper's Cove, and we were just going from door to door talking to people about Jesus and inviting them to the revival services that I was preaching. And my uncle was a magnet. I mean, you know, there would be kids in the neighborhood that would come to hear him as he talked to people on their doorstep. And the further we walked, there were more kids who came and, came and just hung around him. And then people of all ages, as he walked down the street, the crowd got bigger and bigger. I've never seen anybody like him. He just loved people to Jesus. I, I talked about my grandmother yesterday and my Uncle Martin had so much of her gift. He he just, as I said, loved people to Jesus. And, and he had some wonderful churches. And, and I remember uh, one of his churches actually led a big part of Texas in baptisms. He was a great guy. But Uncle Martin also had a lot of health problems. In fact, he was one of the youngest of the nine, my dad's family, his, his brothers and sisters. He was one of the youngest to pass. He just had so many problems in life, and much of them were health-related, which ultimately claimed his life in his mid-50s. And I've often been sad about that. But you know what? It leads me right into number four, and that is when you and I die, we're going to be seriously upgraded. We've already talked about how that we get a new body, but in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the Bible allows the Apostle Paul to expand on that. Let me read verse 35. Someone may ask, how will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? What a foolish question. When you put a seed in the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. And what you put in the ground is not what is going to grow. It's only a bare seed of wheat or whatever you're planting. Then God gives it the new body he wants it to have. A different plant grows from each kind of seed. Now let me skip down to verse 42. 
The Bible says it is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. Our earthly bodies are planted in the ground. Notice that the verb there is planted, not buried. You know, a farmer doesn't go out and say, I'm going to bury some seed. He says, I'm going to go out and plant some seed because he expects it to come up. So the Bible says our earthly bodies are planted in the ground when we die, but they will be raised to live forever. Now, here's the upgrade. Our bodies are buried in brokenness. That's true. But they will be raised in glory. The Greek word is best translated awesome. They are buried in weakness, but they will be raised in strength. The word strength there comes from the Greek word dunamis. So you can just tell people, hey, when I'm in heaven, I'm going to be dynamite. The Bible says it. They are buried as natural human bodies, but they will be raised as spiritual bodies. For just as there are natural bodies, there are also spiritual bodies. And so as I as I kneel here beside the headstone of my Uncle Martin, who was such a special preacher, such a special pastor, and I think about the fact that, humanly speaking, it looked like his life was cut short by illness. It is good for me to know that where he is today, his life is never going to be cut short again because he has been seriously upgraded. You know, we all like being upgraded. That's a great feeling, you know, when, when you're in the back of the plane and flight attendant says, come on up to first class. Well, that's nothing compared to when we step into the presence of God, because our existence there is going to be the biggest upgrade we will have ever experienced in any part of our lives. Let's pray. Father, I especially pray for someone today who's dealing with pain or sickness or depression or just anything that makes them feel weak. Oh God, these bodies are frail and we live in a broken world, but help us to realize that the best is yet to come and that we can live without fear of dying because when that moment comes, we're going to get the biggest upgrade of our lives. Thank you for these wonderful truths. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we'll see you tomorrow on Noah's window where we'll count down and we'll get to number three, the top seven reasons you don't have to be afraid of dying.